The NFL trade deadline is come and gone. Is Kevin Byard enough for the Philadelphia Eagles to keep pace with the rest of the NFC? Are reinforcements coming in the shape of guys getting healthy for once? And the Eagles take on, we know, the evil empire, the Dallas Cowboys, all that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome on back, everyone, to another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, the only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast here in the regular season, off season, 365 days. We are bringing you five episodes. Each and every week. And as you know, it is week nine in the NFL. The Eagles have a big one. It's Cowboys week. We're going to take our first look before we get over to crossover Thursday tomorrow with Marcus Mosier. Are the Eagles finally getting healthy and right before a bye? Do they have a big chance to get this roster ready now that all the reinforcements that are here are here? And speaking of reinforcements, it was the trade deadline. Is Kevin Byard enough? With the way the rest of the NFC is looking, we're going to get into all that. But first, this episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Lockdown NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you for tuning in. All of our everydayers here at LOE. I'm your host, Gino Camilleri. As always, Make sure you hit subscribe. It's the only way we can keep going here and delivering you five episodes each and every week. And on today's episode, we have to talk about the big event that happened yesterday, which was the trade deadline. And man, was it fun. And Howie Roseman being the guy who really started to kick things off back with the JGI trade in 2017 comes with a double-edged sword with some of the big moves that are happening now in the Philadelphia Eagles, they made one last week. They go out and get two-time All-Pro Kevin Byard at a position where the Eagles could not afford to continue to play guys like Justin Evans and Sidney Brown was out injured at the time. And Terrell Edmonds, they inevitably moved to acquire Kevin Byard. But other teams, they decided to get busy at the deadline. Man, teams in the NFC. Chase Young, who they just played and did a good job defending goes from Washington to San Francisco. Great. That's just fantastic. What does Seattle do? Leonard Williams, he leaves the Giants. All these players are leaving the NFC East, but they're staying in the NFC. He ends up going to Seattle. Now you look at these moves. Is that enough for the Philadelphia Eagles in what they did acquiring Kevin Byard? And with the roster they have, are they in a position that they are still the favorites to be the one seed in the NFC. And I say absolutely. I think it's as evident as ever that your quarterback is the guy who makes this thing go. Even when your defense isn't clicking, like they weren't against Sam Howell last week and both games against Sam Howell, frankly, when the run game isn't getting going, there's always one guy that you can rely on. And it is your quarterback, right? Well, he was banged up. He had a knee issue where he has a serious bone bruise that's making him hobble. Like, there's a clear hobble to his game, but he is still an elite player 
that makes this thing go. So looking at the landscape of the NFC, something that we have said long through the offseason, going even now, even seeing San Francisco and the Seahawks, and as good as Dallas looked last week, the Eagles are 7-1 and one for a reason. The roster that Howie Roseman put together, we knew that it was good enough to win. But there's always one position that is the outlier that can make a team or break a team. That's your quarterback. Why were we confident in the NFC and, frankly, in any game, i.e. last year's Super Bowl going against Patrick Mahomes? Well, look at, look at the rest of the guys that are in the conference right now. To the point where Minnesota, who's the wild card at number seven, loses Kirk Cousins to an Achilles injury, and they have to go and trade for Josh Dobbs. So if the season ended today and the playoffs started, Josh Dobbs would be starting a playoff game in the NFC. Now that would be the lower of the scale. You'd still have to go out and play Brock Purdy and Geno Smith and... Who else? Dak Prescott, more than likely. But is Jalen better than all of them right now? I would say absolutely yes. Is he a top three guy in the league right now? If you take away the turnovers and contextualize them and look at how he's been throwing as a pocket passer, even if he's banged up, he's going to make this thing go. Now, can he carry you every single week? He could, but do you want that to happen? Absolutely not. No. So... If push comes to shove, can the defense get it done? Adding Kevin Byard, that's big. That's big. You had a clear need there. Now, was he great last week against Washington? I would say absolutely not. Should he be better against Dallas this week? Yes. Should it be better after the bye week? Definitely. Well, what also the bye week presents is the ability to get some guys back from injury. And we're going to talk about that. But right now, we're talking about the landscape of the NFC. If Howie Roseman didn't make the Kevin Byer trade, would I think differently? Maybe a little bit. I'd say that their defense might not be as primed to stop some of these high-profile passing offenses long-term. It might be uh, mountains and valleys type of thing, like we saw against Sam Howell and Tua. You take the good with the bad and hope your quarterback can outduel them. But now adding Kevin Byard on top of a roster that we already trusted going into this year, why shouldn't you expect them to continue to fight and be the one seed? Seattle and San Fran are going to battle it out right now in the West. They're probably going to split those games. That's probably going to come down to who gets the two or the three seed. But the Eagles, with the opportunity they have this week, especially going against Dallas, a a division opponent who's chomping at your heels, and Detroit is right there too. If you can go into the bye at eight and one, at eight and one, on what? That'd be the 5th of November. What an awesome opportunity. What an awesome opportunity. And this team knows that nobody else is walking through those doors. Maybe. I mean, could be another Dominican Sue type of signing, but the trade deadline is coming on. With all of the teams that did buy, I think they all addressed the areas where they knew that they needed help. 
Seattle with Leonard Williams on the interior. Their defensive line, San Fran going out there, getting Chase Young, helping Bosa on the other side at edge where they aren't as deep this year as opposed to last year. You can see Detroit going out there, adding Donovan Peoples-Jones from Cleveland. Well, the Eagles were right there. They added talent. They got Kevin Byard. And they did it for pennies on the dollar. They renegotiated his contract to the point where he's here through 2024. But most importantly, how is he going to impact this roster right now? Well, I think they should expect to continue to win football games. And let's say when we take a look at this Dallas game, we think they're going to win this game. Well, let's say they get healthy and Kevin Byard has nearly a month now in this defense and the secondary is back to almost full strength. And you're going in this stretch of playing Kansas City, Buffalo and San Francisco, Dallas again. Let's say at 8-1, and one, you can go 50% in those games. And you could be to 10 wins before the middle of December. That, that's a big opportunity. And the Eagles have to know that the guys they have here are the guys that are going to have to step up. And that's what we're going to talk about when we get back. The Eagles are finally starting to get healthy. And with no more trades coming, who are the guys that are going to have to step up on the biggest week of the year? Dallas week. All that and more. Stay with us here on Lockdown Eagles. We're able to bring you Lockdown Eagles each and every day thanks to our partners over at eBay Motors. eBay Motors has teamed up with Lockdown Fantasy Football host Vinny Lyre to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each and every week, all season long. Whether you're preparing for daily fantasy, scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us this week in eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And we were just talking about this guy, weirdly enough, and Vinny has picked him out for you. That is Brown's running back, Kareem Hunt. He has come back to the team, and they have leaned on him once again with Nick Chubb being injured for the long term. The Browns need to win with the running game and their defense. Now with the quarterback issues, they once again are probably going to have to play P.J. Walker. Kareem Hunt presents the best value when it comes to running the football. In Week 9, they're going up against a familiar face to Eagles fans, Jonathan Gannon, at home against the Cardinals with a defense that, well, they try to play defense, that is, and Kareem Hunt should be somebody in that Cleveland committee that hits home with a bunch of points for you. And Vinny Lyre from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championships. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. I have my Subaru. I always go to eBay Motors, whether I need brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, quite literally anything you need, bumpers, they have it at eBay Motors. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it is guaranteed to fit your ride for the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, with these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. Welcome on in, everyone, to the continuation of this episode 
of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gino Camilleri of the only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Make sure you smash the subscribe button, the like button, leave a comment, interact with us on Twitter, because the everydayers, you, those at home, are the people that keep this thing going. And it is football season. We know that. We know you love Lockdown Eagles. For your second listen, make sure you go and check out Lockdown NFL's kickoff live. Each Friday, Lockdown will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every single Lockdown NFL YouTube channel right here on Lockdown Eagles. You can check this out. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game from the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchups, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get in-depth stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Lou and I, we like to think we know the Philadelphia Eagles talking them every single day. So find Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern and on this Lockdown NFL YouTube channel as well. We're back here at LOE talking the Eagles getting healthy. In the landscape of the NFC, health is going to be huge for this Eagles team. Trade deadline has come and gone. They didn't make any moves outside of Kevin Byard and trading away Contavious Street and Terrell Edmonds. But the guys that are going to come back and the guys that are going to have to step up are either one, returning from injury, or two, have seen limited reps but are now going to have to step up in a big way. But injuries are one thing that stink about the National Football League. But one thing that looks pretty good is today's Eagles injury report. Jalen Carter was back full practice. Full practice. No designation. It's going to be a big week for him. Getting to Dak Prescott, affecting that interior, the offensive line for Dallas. Him and Jordan Davis, who is still limited with that hamstring. Cam Juergens was limited, but he's off the IR. His practice window is open, and he was back out there today. Sua Opeta, his replacement, was limited as well with a hip injury. Jack Stoll at tight end has an ankle injury. He was limited Milton Williams, who had a heel injury last week, back on the report, limited with a shoulder. Grant Calcaterra is out with a concussion, did not practice today. Bradley Roby still has that shoulder injury. You would like to see him hopefully get back healthy. And Boston Scott was out for a personal reason today. But let's talk about getting these guys back, how instrumental it is to see Jalen Carter as a full practice candidate, to see Cam Jurgens back healthy. That might be the biggest thing of them all. Getting your offensive line back to full health is going to be so pertinent moving forward. And a team in the secondary, seeing Bradley Roby that he's still out, you're going to see more combinations there, but this is going to be yet another game where they have another starting combination in the secondary due to injuries. They've started a different group quite literally every single game this season. But if they can get these guys back, now with the bye week being a week away, I mean, that's that's like being in the desert and seeing that oasis, but it's real. That's going to be big for them. Because looking at the secondary, yeah, Eli Ricks has stepped up. But has James Bradbury been as good as he was in 2022? Same with Darius Slay. Has Reed Blankenship and Sidney Brown as a whole been as good as what CGJ was to that group last year. Are the linebackers as good? No, they've all, I would say, taken a little bit of a step back. But how do you play to your fullest? Well, you have a healthy group. 2022 was great because it was an anomaly. It was an anomaly of health. 
where they were able to keep guys on the football field and they didn't have any disruptions to the offensive line. They didn't have disruptions to the back end. And when they happened and Josiah Scott has to go in for Chauncey, you see the downturn. Well, now that Kevin Byard is going to be there, you're going to have Sidney Brown hopefully fully healthy as well as Reed Blankenship. Eli Ricks has got to step up once again. It's a big week for him, and he's done an excellent job. He's held Tyreek Hill in check on a couple of plays. His first rep was against Justin Jefferson. He's an athlete. He's got the length, and he's not scared to make plays at the catch point. Dallas week is a week where you need guys like that. You need the guys that are going to go after the football. That's why I'm happy that Kevin Byard is in his second week. Hopefully, going against Dallas, who has a bunch of ball hawks, the Eagles ball hawks come out this week. And it's going to be even better as they continue to get healthier. Are you getting Avante back? No. Are you getting Zach back? No. But can a healthy safety group and a healthy group of linebackers with N'Kobe Dean hopefully being 100% after the bye, that's what it's going to be. The reinforcements are in-house. They're just the walking wounded at this point. But they're getting healthier. Seeing Jalen Carter healthy. Seeing Milton Williams come back healthy. Jordan Davis. They traded Contavious Street away because I'm sure they are okay with the health around these guys. In the offensive line, you may have found out that you have three guys that can play guard for you now with Cam Jurgens, Sue Opeta, and Tyler Steen. Steen looked good the other day. And the message is the next man up. Now let's look at some areas where they were talking about potentially adding a player. Let's look at edge. There were some reports that came out late before the trade deadline that the Eagles were poking around that position. Lou and I were talking about running back. Kenny Gainwell, guys like Nolan Smith, even Brandon Graham. Heck, if they're going to keep playing Derek Barnett, let's see what Boston Scott has to bring. Those are the guys that are going to have to step up now. The Danny Greens of the world. I'll use this analogy until the cows come home. The ninth guy on the roster of that position. You have to be great in one or two reps. That's all that accounts. That's all that matters. Julio Jones was great in one or two reps last week. Kenny Gainwell was awful in a handful of reps. But guys like Eli Ricks, why do we take notice of that? Well, when you have five matchups against good receivers last week and they're held for sub-30 yards and you held... Tyreek in check the week before when you played him. Yeah, we take notice of that. Why does Derek Barnett get so much flack? Well, he's getting 20% of the snaps where Nolan Smith is getting a little under 10, and Nolan Smith has affected the quarterback more than Derek Barnett has all season. Those are the players that need to step up now. The teams like San Fran, for example, that wanted to get Chase Young and got him at edge. They don't have Nolan Smith sitting on the bench. They don't have that guy. That's why they had to make that move. Kevin Byard was that move for the Eagles. They took care of business, but everywhere else, linebacker, you have three guys that are playing well above expectation. Cornerback, those guys were paid money to perform. Not for what they've done, but for what they can do. It's time for them to step up. At running back, Rashad Penny sitting on the bench and Boston Scott is not getting reps because Kenny Gainwell 
Nick Sirianni sounded off on him again today, saying that he has full confidence in him. For whatever reason, is going to continue to get snaps. But does it mean you can have negative EPA plays time and time again, Derek Barnett? Can he gain one? No, absolutely not. Those guys need to step up. You need more Eli Ricks performances and less Derek Barnett's. And now with guys coming back healthy, maybe that puts their foot to the flame a little bit. Maybe it presses the envelope. Maybe Rashad Penny finally has his feet under him. And maybe Kenny Gainwell doesn't perform well this week. Maybe Derek Barnett Barnett doesn't either. But those guys that step up, they should get rewarded. That's why taking Eli Ricks off the field, it's hard to do. That's why taking Sidney Brown off the field when he came back and needed to step up is hard to do. That's why keeping Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis off the field is hard to do. Is it hard to have a discussion about Kenny G? Absolutely not. There should be no discussion. It should be somebody else should be getting those reps. Same with Derek Barnett. But now it's the guys in the building. Regardless of what happened the first eight weeks, the doors are closed. You're in the gladiator ring right now. You're in the Coliseum. Nobody else is coming in. And you know who else is coming into Philly this week? Your arch rivals, the Dallas Cowboys. This is not the week for excuses. This is the week to step up. We're going to take our first look at the Dallas Cowboys when we come back here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. LOE thanks our friends over at Game Time for bringing you the best deals each and every day. I'm telling you, I'm on this Game Time app all of the time. The Avalanche are back in season here in Colorado. Me and the wife, we want to go to a bunch of games. We also love comedy. She loves the theater. And there's only one place that we go to to make sure we get our tickets guaranteed. It is at game time. And if you're a some of those back corner deals or buying off one of those people who stands outside of the stadium, miss all that and go to game time. They're going to make sure you get a guaranteed great deal. I have it on my phone. I use the promo code Lockdown NFL for my first deal, which you can as well. $20 on your purchase. Go to game time or download the game time app. Use the promo code Lockdown NFL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N NFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Right, we are back finishing up this edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. I'm your host, Gino Camilleri. As always, make sure y'all hit the subscribe button below. Make sure you're tuning into everything over here at the Locked On Podcast Network. If you love Philly, check out Locked On Flyers, Locked On Sixers. It's a hard one, but Locked On Phils for next season. But we know you're here at Locked On Eagles because you bleed green and you're not the team that wears a star on its helmet. You wear the wings because you love the Eagles and you hate one team, the Dallas Cowboys. So let's take our first look at this matchup. Dallas, coming off a big week, they absolutely eviscerated the Rams. I mean, they looked very, very good on offense. CeeDee Lamb looked exceptionally good. As good as A.J. Brown has been, you might have a case for two of the top five receivers in the sport being in the NFC East. Dak Prescott has looked good. The defense. Has some injuries. Leighton Vanderesh. We know Trevon Diggs is banged up. But those guys like Deron Bland, Marquise Bell, they've stepped up in big ways. They've been one of the top teams when it comes to takeaways. And Micah Parsons. We always know he's good. He's going to be a problem. 
But what does this game present? Let's take a step back before we get into the X's and O's. What does this game present to the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, Dallas is 5-2. and two. The Eagles are 7-1. and one. Let's say Dallas comes in here and wins this football game. Dallas is going to move to 6-2. and two. The Eagles would move to 7-2. and two. That tiebreaker would automatically go to Dallas. Now the Eagles have a bye week. Dallas, they already had their bye week. Let's say they win that next week. Now you're tied. The Eagles have a tough stretch. You have a rematch of the Super Bowl. You have a young Bills team that's still pretty good. San Fran, another matchup with Dallas. Seattle. Can you afford to drop this game? I don't know. Is it a must-win game? I wouldn't say must-win. You're still going to go to the playoffs if you can continue this trajectory. But maybe, just maybe, it might be a must-win when it comes to that one seed. Simply because of the tiebreaker. And simply if Dallas keeps up at this pace, how many games are you going to have to win to be the first team to repeat in the division? You might have to get back to 14 or 13 again. And with this up-and-coming stretch, can't afford to drop football games. Would it be nice to be undefeated and not have dropped that one to the Jets? Yeah. Do I think they would be here and be a more polished team than they were prior to that if they didn't have that hiccup? No, absolutely not. But one thing I do know is that Jalen Hurts knows how to win. He knows how to come back from double-digit deficits like it is his job, quite literally. The guy performs better in that situation than quite literally anybody in the National Football League at that position. And they know, and they have been in situations which have had a high emotional feel to this exact game. Looking back, look at the Super Bowl. I always say, Jalen Hurts, he's like a Formula One driver, man. The, the ship is, the, the car is going 200 some odd miles an hour, and he's cool, calm, and collected. Is he going to lead this team into a situation where they can get to 8-1 and one before the bye. Send Dallas to 5-3, and three, putting now a, th- a three-game differential when it comes to wins and a two-game differential when it comes to losses between you and the next closest team in the division, which arguably might give you the biggest hiccup when it comes to a potential playoff rematch out of any of the opponents in the NFC because it's a divisional opponent. How much easier is it to host that game at home and not have to go to Jerry World twice in two months come down the line? Now these teams tend to go back and forth that the Eagles win in Dallas, Dallas wins in Philly. Let's hope the Eagles can win this one because just that 30,000-foot view, what it means for the NFC, for the opportunity to host these playoff games, and just for the confidence level of this back half of the season. How much more confidence are you going to have going into the bye, knowing that you're getting all these guys back healthy, and then you're going to have all of this motivation to go and take on a Kansas City team and the rest of those teams and kick some rear end, hopefully. How deflating would it be if you put out a great performance, you get into a shootout, and you lose this one late, and you're not able to come back, and all of a sudden... That one seed looks a little more difficult to attain. Go win this one. Go win this one.
We're going to get more into the X's and O's about this one with Marcus Mosier on tomorrow's show. He's going to provide some great insight over at Locked On Cowboys. But until then, make sure you're checking out Locked On Eagles. Check us out wherever you get your shows in audio form and video on YouTube as well. But when you're there, you could do the easiest thing and the most helpful thing in the world and hit subscribe, hit like, comment, and interact with us because the everydayers are what keeps it going here for us at the Locked On Eagles podcast. So for that, I say thank you and thank you for tuning in to today's edition of the show. We will be back, as I said, crossover Thursday. We'll be back with LOE3 come Friday. One final push before the bye week against the Dallas Cowboys. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Gino Camilleri, and as always, signing off, fly Eagles fly.